Greetings and welcome to a week 17 New Year's Day edition of the Big D Podcast on the line. Wondering if his Miami Dolphins will make the playoffs for the first time in a few years is Alex. How you doing, Dylan? Always glad to be here. Always a fun time. Uh, Yes, sir. We got Happy New Year to you, sir. Well, uh, we'll see who celebrates the new year with a win and a playoff spot. And first off, let's talk about the NFC East, son. And uh, I never thought we'd see two six and nine and one five and ten teams battling for a playoff spot. But by golly, we've got it. Yes, we uh, do. The Cowboys face the Giants while the Washington football team faces the Eagles. Uh, what do you think happens? Well, you know – We've been calling it the NFC least uh, all season. You know, it's been the AFC East has kind of had that nickname, I feel like, for a long time with uh, New England being completely dominating over that over that division. But it's nice to be able to uh, be proud of my division for, for uh, the first time in a while. So uh, let's talk about a division not so proud that people might be proud of. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, – Obviously not the way I think these teams have envisioned the season going, but three of them still have a shot at the playoffs. So Washington, Philly, you know, Jalen Hurts has given that Eagles team a little bit of life lately. Um, But I really like that Washington football team. I mean, with Chase Allen has got to be one of the – Chase Allen. Chase Young. Chase Young. Boy, what am I saying? Chase Young has got to be one of the most dominating rookies I've ever seen, especially on the defensive line. I mean, the man just is a force of human nature. And, and you know, I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's got some good mobility, so maybe he can get away from that. But, I mean, if that offensive line doesn't protect him, he could be in for a long day with that monster looking at him. And, I mean, Antonio Gibson, you know, he's finally back from that, uh, that turf toe injury, which is a brutal injury. I love him as a running back. I think I've got Washington coming out of that game and winning the division. Um, And then Dallas and New York, you know, I hate both those teams. They both have been so – I've been picking against them in my weekly pick-ums all year. I just – I don't see anything out of those two football games that is not a football game I want to watch. And, um, you know, I think – I think Washington – let me see. So, how does that how – is, how is the tiebreaker looking? That Washington would have the tiebreaker over Dallas because the football team won both games. Right. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see Washington coming out of that division. Um, and, you know, they've got some playmakers. If they can stay healthy, I mean, I know they'd be a, a 7-9 and nine team going into the playoffs, but the year the Giants won the Super Bowl against New England, they, they were a wild-card team with a bad record that snuck in. And, and – I mean, they beat Tom Brady and the Patriots. So you never know who can make a run in the playoffs. I think Washington's got a, fo- a good football team. They've just had some uh, unfortunate injuries to some of their better players recently. But um, I think they're going to step it up. I'm not saying that they can win a game in the playoffs, but they've got some talented players. And, and I mean, I predicted them beating uh, Pittsburgh that, in that game and for Pittsburgh's first loss. And uh, I think they'll get the job done this weekend. I think they'll come out of that division for sure. Well, you and I are in disagreement already because I think there's only one winner and one winner only in the NFC East, and that's the Dallas Cowboys. I can't believe I'm saying that, but I think Andy Dalton and the Cowboys look good right now. Uh, The giant offense right now is, well, let's just say ugly. Yeah. 
I mean, Daniel Jones didn't look right against Baltimore. I mean, I don't even know if Evan Ingram's playing right now. The giant offense is, well, yeah. Yeah. And I know Dallas's defense scares me because somebody could fall down and Darius Slade and a golden take could run 70 yards. But we'll see how good Andy Dalton is with capable wide receivers. I love Michael Gallup this weekend in fantasy. If you've got him in a fantasy championship, I'd be thinking about playing him over a bunch of guys you've You've been playing all year, and I really like Dallas to win. And speaking of Jalen Hurts, I'm not predicting Philly to win. I think Philly wins this game by double digits. Wow. Uh, do you know who? Do you know who's starting for Washington on Sunday night? Yeah. What's his name? Hinky Heineke. <laughs> Heineken. <laughs> you know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Alex Smith is questionable. Is he is he out of that game for sure? Uh, he's only doing individual. Smitty's only doing individual drills. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'll tell you what. You, you make a good case. I mean, Dallas has been uh, their their offense has actually been stepping it up lately. I mean, look at the last couple games. They put up 37 on Philly, 41 on the 49ers, 30 on Cincinnati, 34 in Baltimore. I mean, those last four games, that's, that's a lot of scoring for their offense. So, I mean, you make a good point, but I'll tell you what. I, I, when the playoffs are coming down to it, I, will, I would always rather be the team that just needs to win than the team that needs a win and. And, you know, with Dallas needing help in that Washington-Philly game, I'm always more comfortable. Just get your job done. If you need to win one game and make the playoffs, make that happen. I th- and, and that's why I have Washington this weekend. They know if they – if they step up and every man does their job and they win that football game, they're in the playoffs. And, and that's, that's the situation I, I would always prefer to be in. And I think that that's going to light a little bit of a fire in that. Uh, can't say, I can't say their uh, nickname anymore because I guess that's not their name anymore. But that, for the, uh, the football teams, I think that's going to ignite them a little bit. And, uh, you know, it's win or go home. This is uh, week 17 football. It's, it comes down to this. And, uh, you know, obviously he's not. The, uh, they don't have the quarterback they want going out there, but um, I, I think they're. I think Washington's going to get that job done. But just to say things can't get worse because Dwayne Haskins isn't on the football team anymore. Yeah, yeah. I think that. I think that was probably uh, mutually beneficial. I think yeah. uh, Dwayne Haskins' time in Washington. Uh, I think that book has come to a close. Obviously, I mean, after they got rid of him and he wasn't picked up on waivers, but. Uh, I think that was good timing for both of them. It'll be interesting to see where he lands, maybe as a backup spot somewhere, uh, maybe in a quarterback competition team, but probably, I would have to say, probably leaning up as a backup somewhere. But, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how that, how that division unfolds. It's going to be a good one. I mean, you know, most of the time when you see three teams battling for a playoff spot, they don't uh, – they don't have losing records, but you know it's 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 it was twenty twenty. I guess not anymore. But uh, anything can happen. Yeah. So, what do you think happens with the uh, five, ten, and five AFC teams? Who win? Who wins the uh, AFC South, and then who makes the uh, wild card? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's uh, it's. AFC has been a, an interesting race all year. That's that's for sure. I mean, Indy, Tennessee. I know you love Indy. I know you've been you've been uh, rooting on the, rooting for them all year. 
uh, maybe not rooting for them, but you've been high on them all year, but you've also been high in Tennessee all year. You know, th- those are two, those are two football teams that are, have very good aspects of their games, but sometimes they seem to be lacking in other aspects. Uh, sometimes they just can't, they can't get it done. I don't see, I mean, God, five teams at 10 and five. That's crazy, huh? Especially with the seventh playoff spot that adds a whole new twist on things. Uh, I mean, I, I'll say starting off, I don't think Indy – I mean, they're going to win the game, but they're last in the tiebreaker of all those 10-5 and five teams right now. So depending on how those other games go, I mean, they're going to need some help, and I'm not so sure they're going to be able to get that help. Although, I mean, Cleveland's got a tough matchup in Pittsburgh this week. I know Mason Rudolph is starting, and uh, it's not, it's not going to be a Big Ben football game. And obviously, uh, Pittsburgh has – I mean, they, they rebounded last week, but those three losses were, were very concerning to see as a Pittsburgh fan. But, you know, Cleveland dealt with those COVID, injury, or those COVID players last week. They had a, another shutdown of their facility this week. There's a lot of stuff going on in Cleveland right now. And uh, I don't know if that's going to be a distraction. You know, as a Dolphins fan, I, I'm hoping Pittsburgh wins that game because if Pittsburgh win that, wins that game, that's a lock for us in the playoffs. Obviously, I hope Miami beats Buffalo uh, to take care of it on their own. But, um, you know, Baltimore, I don't, I, I don't know if Baltimore can lose to Cincinnati. I mean, Cincinnati has shown promise in some games, but they're 4-10 and one football team, and Baltimore's fighting for their lives. So I, I, don't, I don't see – I don't know if, if Cincinnati can pull that game out. What do you think? Well, the Bengals stunned the Ravens a few years ago and knocked them out of the playoffs. I mean, AJ, I mean, uh, fans in Buffalo remember the, what happened that game because uh, Buffalo won in Miami and then uh, trying to think, who was it? Tyler Board won, made that, caught the winning touchdown from Andy Dolan, making mm-hmm. him a folk hero in Bill's Mafia. Yeah, I remember that day very clearly. Don't remind me. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's because of the big fight in the uh, Buffalo-Miami game, but that's another story. And uh, yeah. speaking of fights, the last time Mason Rudolph started in Cleveland, well, he and Miles Garrett, let's just say, uh, came together. Yeah, uh, came together. That's a, that's a mild way of putting things, I think. But, uh, yeah, you know, there's, there's, some, there's always some bad blood with those two football teams in the first place. I mean, it's an in-division it's an in-division rivalry you know Browns and Steelers fans they're they're loud and proud fans of those football teams are very are very loud and they will let you know their opinions I mean I I feel like in Florida especially I see Pittsburgh's and Pittsburgh fans and Browns fans everywhere I don't know what it is about those two teams but those those fans really travel well and they represent well and uh, there's a lot of bad blood between those teams and uh, so this uh, Mason Rudolph, Miles, Ga- Miles Garrett, you know, it's just one more storyline to week 17. There's so many storylines, you know. It's last game before playoffs. Everyone's fighting for their season. They don't want to go into the offseason. They want to keep playing some football. So storylines are just piling on. But, uh, you know, it's, it's the most unpredictable week in football, I think. Week one and week 17, you never know what's going to happen. Anything can happen. And it's, it's so tough to predict because with teams – I mean, teams resting starters and teams fighting for their lives. It's, 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 it's one of the most fun weeks of football for me. And, and it makes it so much more fun when my team is in that playoff, in that playoff race too. So, you know, 
these in-division games, it's, it's like a rivalry weekend in uh, college football. But, you know, we got, we got a lot of in-division in uh, games. Those, those teams know each other. They play each other twice a year. And um, it's, it's, it's exciting football. Week 17 football this year is exciting. I can't wait for it. Well, by the way, uh, I, think, I think the Ravens are a dangerous team. I, I would not want to face Baltimore in the playoffs. I think the Ravens roll Cincinnati. I'm making a bold prediction right now. I think Tennessee blows the doors off Houston right now. Uh, did you see the Texans give up, like, make Brandon Allen look like he was Tom Brady or Peyton Manning? Oh, my goodness. I know. And now you get a now you get a Brian Tannehill and Derrick Henry coming off an embarrassing display in snowy Green Bay. You get them on a fast track in Houston. Oh boy! I know, man. That's I. I don't. I'm with you there. I don't give Houston a chance in that football game. I think Tennessee's going to be coming out fighting. I think Derrick Henry's going to run all over them. I think – I mean, I think all phases of the game are going to go right for Tennessee. I completely agree with you there. And um, Houston can lock up that third pick for Miami, maybe get a uh, Penai Sewell uh, on the offensive line. I would love to see that. Um, Sewell, I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's another guy, but uh, we'll, we'll talk about your Dolphins in a second. Uh, right. I think the Browns should beat the Steelers. I mean, Cleveland should have its wide receiver called back. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, Cleveland's dealing with more COVID issues. Denzel Warren won't play, but I'm not sure who will play for Pittsburgh. Obviously, Big Ben won't be playing on Sunday. I mean, Cleveland just needs to win and get out. Win yeah. and make the playoffs. Obviously, the two tricky scenarios are Jacksonville, Indy, and uh, you Dolphins against the Bills. Uh, be honest, I think the Colts are going to be mad with Jacksonville beating them week one. Uh, I know Indy has not been a great second-half team, particularly against Baltimore and Pittsburgh. But uh, as you've seen, Jacksonville hasn't exactly been stingy against anybody. I mean, Lamar mm-hmm. Jackson and Mitchell Dubisky ate us for lunch. Right. And I think this week, John and Taylor and Nakeem and Naheem Hines could do the same. And uh, the game I am most interested in seeing is Miami-Buffalo. I just checked the weather. There could be some wintry mix at Orchard, in Orchard Park. Uh, mm-hmm. I will almost guarantee you Tua has not played in in a wintry precipitation. He, uh, he was interviewed earlier this week. He has never played in snow. That is on record official. Tua has never played a football game in snow. And the second big scenario this week is that his – Closo, maybe release Ryan Fitzpatrick is not playing due to guess what? Mr. COVID, you know, I mean, he had the blind bomb, the frail Mary, the braille bomb, whatever you want to call it last week, you know. Beard bomb, beard bomb. <laughs> he was Miami superhero last week, and unfortunately, you know, he got COVID. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate for him. That team means so much to him, and, and uh, he loves playing football, and he loves being on that sideline. He won't be able to this week. But, um, you know, I mean, if, there's one be- if there's one good thing, at least the, uh, the contract tracing didn't lead to anyone else. So no, there's no other 
uh, players inflicted uh, from that. Or, um, so I feel bad for Fitzpatrick. I know he wants to be on that sideline and uh, uh, cheering on that team right, right there. And I mean, the way Flores has done it, possibly finishing that game, but I guess that's not happening this week. You know, um, it, it is unfortunate, but you know, it's, Next man up. I mean, two, two was the starter either way. You know, hopefully this uh, fires him up. He knows, hey, this is my football team. This is my game. And uh, win this game and get to the playoffs. So um, it's going to be a tough one. You know, Buffalo is a very good football team. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering, I, I, I saw a, um, an interview that the, Sean McDermott said that he has a plan for uh, his, uh, what players may play and what players may not play this weekend. He said it, he's keeping it in-house. So it's interesting to see if, if those starters play the entire game or if, if he pulls them somewhat at, uh, at some point in the game. You know, it's their 12-3 and three football team. They've got playoffs locked up, but, you know, it's another division game, and I know they want to beat Miami. They, they just swept New England. I'm sure they want to sweep Miami, too. So it'll be very interesting to see how that game goes. And the Bills could get the two seed, meaning, meaning Buffalo could get two playoff games, home right. playoff games. Yeah, but, I mean, it's sometimes you – yeah, I mean, the two seed definitely is nice. You don't get the first round bye anymore with that two seed, so it doesn't mean as much. But those – I mean, you're right. The, the home games are definitely important, but – do you want to risk your – do you want to – I mean, my, you know that Miami defense is, is a powerful defense, a strong defense. They've been showing it all year. I mean, do you want to risk Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs for four quarters just, just for that – just to lock up that two seed? Or do you want to make sure you keep them safe and rested for the playoffs? You know, that's going to be up to Sean McDermott at the end of the day. Obviously, I wouldn't mind if uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs took a seat on the bench for maybe the second half of that game. But, you know – it's that's going to be Sean McDermott's call at the end of the day. And, um, you know, Miami still has to go out there. You know, Miami plays Miami all season when they've been playing a bad football team, they've played down to them. And when they've been playing a good football team, they've stepped it up and played up to them. I mean, Kansas city, for instance, I mean, it seems like all of the higher, higher like ranked teams in their, in their schedule, they've been battling with. So Miami's got to show up, you know, it's, it's do or die. I know that there's another couple scenarios that get them into the playoffs, but there should be only one on their mind. And that's, that's winning on Sunday, beating Buffalo and locking up that playoff spot. And now we'll, let's talk about the other NFC scenario involving the LA Rams, Arizona Cardinals and Chicago Bears. And, uh, Alex, uh, I thought the Rams would call you for either a running back, wide receiver, or quarterback position because you know who's starting for LA on Sunday. Oh man, um, you might have to refresh my memory because my uh, <laughs> my LA Rams uh, memory bank is not as uh, strong as it should be, but. I know that team is banged up for sure. Who's in a quarterback for LA this week? I think John Wofford. Oh, <laughs> well, Aaron Donald carry the team, anyone, maybe? I don't know. I mean, the Arizona Cardinals, they got that's, – that's, that's a tough game. I mean, Arizona's been kind of up and down. I know they're 8-7, and seven, but they, Kyler Murray is not someone that uh, has been letting his team down too often. So, I mean – 
It's uh, John Wolfe. John, wow. That's that's a name I haven't heard in a very long time. I not who is he? Is he played at Wake Forest? Okay. Well, Mr. John... With the Jets in 20, well, he was with the Jets in 2018, the Arizona Hotshots in 2019, and then the Rams the last couple of years. Wow. Well, he's got with a... The, he was with the Alliance of American... The um, AAF. Wow. All right. Well, he's starting in the NFL this week, so uh, and he's got a pretty big game on his hands. So uh, I guess we will see. Is he on your uh, waiver wire pickups for this week, uh, Dylan? Uh, no. Let's yeah, just say I, I might be using him in a couple fantasy lines, but uh, I would not be using him in a championship. Yeah. I uh, I have to agree with you there. I actually think I picked up Arizona's defense in my uh, championship. So, uh, Mr. Wolford or whatever your name is, uh, a couple picks to uh, Buda Baker or Patrick Peterson would be greatly appreciated. And uh, that's not LA's only injury or COVID issue. Cooper Cup is out. Uh, mm-hmm. And Mr. Henderson is uh, on IO with a high ankle sprain. Cam Akers is dealing with a high ankle sprain of his own. Mm-hmm. And Bob Michael Brock is this out with COVID. Yeah. Other than yeah. that, the Rams are okay. <laughs> Other than that, I guess, yeah. You know, I mean, I think I've got Arizona. I mean, you have to say that. I, you know they've got some playmakers on defense. You know they've got some, uh, some talent on, on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, with DeAndre Hopkins, Larry Fitzgerald is questionable. Kyler Murray is good to go as far – yes, Kyler Murray is good to go. You know, I see Arizona pulling that one out for sure. I think that might be a uh, – I think a lot of people would probably agree with me there. But, um, you know, Chicago, Chicago's sitting there at 8-7 and seven as well. And uh, they've got Green Bay this week. That's going to be a tough matchup for them. What do you think about in that game? Let's see. Yes, Mitchell Zabisky has played well, but have you seen the Bears' schedule lately? Uh, Houston and Jacksonville, uh, two of the three Wolves teams in football. Yeah, I know David Bakhtiari is out with a, well, presumably out with a twin ACL. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers knows what's on the line here. The Packers can get an one seed, which means Drew Brees, Russell Wilson. You're not playing Seattle New Orleans. Yep. You're playing in Green Bay where the weather could be anything. Yeah. It could be 40 or negative 40. Exactly. We saw just how Ryan Tannehill dealt with the snow in Green Bay. So no one wants to play uh, on the field in the playoffs or December. I guess January now. but Yeah. And, uh, by the way, I'm not sure how the Bears covered Devontae Adams. Have you, uh, that guy is unbelievable right now. I mean, he's the best receiver in football by far, I think, at the moment. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, no disrespect to him. Michael Thomas, no disrespect to him. But Devontae Adams is on another another level. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said he might be the best football player he's ever played with, and that's saying a lot with that Green Bay Bay history. I mean, you can't stop that man. His route running, his separation, his hands, he's – one of the most talented wide receivers I've seen in the National Football League in a very long time. And 
I thought I thought Antonio Brown was good. I mean, he's kind of lost his head. I don't see Devontae Adams losing much right now. Yeah, and uh, you know Aaron Rodgers is going to – He's got one more MVP performance up his sleeve. From the home stop playing, you know Rodgers will have something up his sleeve. Yeah. And, uh, speaking you know, they talk of... about... Go on. Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know, they talk about Heisman moments. You know, Aaron Rodgers might, might be getting his MVP moment coming up because, like you said, Patrick Mahomes, you know, he started off the season great. I think he started – first half of the season, he was probably most people's lead for MVP – all of a sudden, that Kansas City team, you know, they didn't, they didn't lose too many games. They only lost the one, but they did not look like the Kansas City Chiefs football team that we've uh, been seeing the last couple seasons. So uh, I think that MVP title might have slipped a little bit more towards Aaron Rodgers' hands. But well, Josh Allen should be in the MVP race. Have you seen what he's done yeah. against great defensive minds? Big, the Robert Salins – Dick Fangio and Bill Belichick? Holy Moses. I know, man. Josh Allen, he's, you know, after his rookie year, people were questioning him a little bit, his accuracy. I mean, he completely lost a game against Miami by by completely missing Charles Clay about three yards short, short of the end zone while it was wide open to lose the game. I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of people weren't so sure about Josh Allen, but he has definitely turned those, those uh, people around and, I think his uh, doubters are starting to quickly realize that he might be the real deal. I mean, MVP, he's definitely got to be in the discussion. I don't know if he'll be able to pull it from Aaron Rodgers, but, I mean, they're a 12-3 and football team, and, and he's been leading that pack. I mean, getting, the, getting Stephon Diggs was, I mean, a, a gift from heaven for Buffalo fans and for Josh Allen. I mean, that combination has been deadly this season. And uh, it is definitely a, a combination that uh, we might need to be watching out for in the playoffs because they can do a lot of damage. You're saying that you're saying the uh, big trade might be new, like New England getting Randy Moss when Tom Brady set the passing touchdown record in 2007. I mean, I don't know if I'll put it that far, but adding Randy Moss, one of the greatest receivers ever, uh, onto a, a New England Patriots offense led by Tom Brady. Might be a little bit uh, more extreme than uh, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, but you know they're they're in a position where they've got a good chance at, at an AFC at an AFC title game, maybe an AFC championship. I mean Buffalo, they're look. I mean Kansas City obviously hasn't been performing as well as we're used to lately in the, the second half of the season. Maybe they'll flip on that switch when the playoffs start. I mean we have to assume they will. They did it last year. They Won the Super Bowl, obviously. I mean, I think I think Buffalo and Kansas City are obviously the two teams to beat in the AFC, and I'm really interested to see how that goes down. Because, I mean, I'm not comparing Josh Allen and, and Stephon Diggs to Tom Brady, Randy Moss just yet, but uh, they're definitely they've definitely been a pretty deadly duo this season. Oh, by the way, I've got a trivia question for you. All right. Who was Buffalo's last home playoff win against? Against. Was I even born by it? Was I even born that year? Um, uh, it would have been 95, 96. Then no, I was not. <laughs> I was, uh, I might have been in a, I think I was probably in a belly during that time, but uh, <laughs> not quite entered the world yet. Uh, I, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. I'll give you a hint. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback. You should, you should know. Uh, Dan the Man Marino? 
Mm, yeah, ninety. I think ninety-five AFC wildcard game. The Bills won. I think the final score was like thirty-eight twenty-two. If my memory is right, I'm not hundred percent. Oh come on! Now you got the fake spike. I'm pulling out the Dan Marino uh, figurine statuette right here. I mean, oh. I put that right next to me. And by the way, I've got another trivia question. All right. Who was Beth? Who was Buffalo's opponent in the Bills' last playoff home playoff game? Was it the Raiders? No. No. You will never get this. Man. Buffalo's opponent in their last home playoff game? Yes. Yes. You will never get this. Uh, yeah, then I, I don't know. Who, who was it? I'll give you a – Give me a hint or something. I, I'm going to need it. I, I'll give you a hint. This team beat John Elway the, the next week. And went to the AFC ch- and went to the AFC championship in his second year. The quarterback's second year? Team's second year. Jacksonville? There you go. AFC wildcard game when Tony Baselli took on a Bruce Smith for lunch. Wow. Boy, you've I'll tell you what, Dylan, you are an encyclopedia for sports, that's for sure. And I think that was Jim Kelly's last and that was Jim Kelly's last game, Mark Levy and uh, Hall of Famer Mark Levy's last playoff game as Bill's coach. Mark Speaking Levy. of Yeah. And this isn't even a tribute question to you. This is just morning conversation, I guess, but uh Speaking of Dan Marino, I'm sure uh, you can tell the people uh, what happened in his last football game. Yeah, the Jackals put up 60-something points against him. 62-7. to 62-7 in uh, Duval County. Sorry. Sure. Unfortunately. What, a, what an unfortunate way for that man to go out. But uh, yeah, you know, it seems like your Jaguars have all these trivia facts, but uh, <laughs> not a whole <laughs> lot of rings to back it up. <laughs> well, only we didn't play the Titans that season if we – yeah, why couldn't we play the greatest show on turf instead of Steve McNair and Eddie George three times? We went yeah. 15 – we went what? 15-0 and against everybody and 0-3 against the Titans. Why couldn't we play Peyton Manning in the All-CA Dome? Not many times you want, you're asking to play against Peyton Manning in the playoffs, but uh, – uh, No. Yeah, I mean – I mean, this, all this playoff talk, man, I'm just – I'm really excited. I, I'm really – even if Miami doesn't get in, you know, I hope they do. But this is the beginning of a rebuild. This was really the first true year of, of this new era in Miami. If we don't get in the playoffs this year, next year I think we definitely will. And I'm really hoping for it. But if not, there's going to be a lot of fun, fun football games in this, in this uh, playoff hunt this year and, or in, this play, in these playoffs this year. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm excited to see New England in this playoff, playoffs, that's for sure. And uh, I'm excited to watch some of these football teams because uh, there's a lot of teams that uh, uh, a la Buffalo and Cleveland that uh, you don't really see in the playoffs that much. So if, if the, um, obviously I'm hoping Cleveland doesn't get in and Miami takes that spot instead, but it's definitely going to be a fun uh, January football time. I'm, I, I can't wait to watch it. 
Yeah, I can't wait to I can't wait to see it. Even though my Jags aren't anywhere near contention, uh, all future looks bright, and uh, hopefully your Dolphins make it to the playoffs and uh, get one step closer toward a potential playoff date, no matter where it is. And uh, can't wait for Week 17. I mean, this is the craziest weekend of the year. Whether you're in a fantasy championship, going for the number one pick, or watching your team. Go for the playoffs. Yeah, you know, there's nothing like it. It's uh, my favorite time of the year, so I can't wait to get it going. Speaking of fantasy, I do have my one championship. It's a two-week total. I've got a nice little lead there. I'm hoping I bring that trophy home. And uh, it'd be really nice to win a fantasy championship and have the Dolphins lock up the playoffs all on the same day. So uh, I'm really I, – I am so excited for this Week 17. And I think I will know the winner of my matchup by Sunday night. I think I've got what he uh, his final players are 425 games. He's got nothing after that, and I've got one player playing uh, in that Sunday night game. So uh, Antonio Gibson. Nope, Logan Thomas. Oh yeah, Thomas. Yeah, yeah. I got Gibson on my bench right now. But uh, can, can Alvin Kamara pay? Can Alvin Kamara pay you fine for wearing those shoes? I mean, I I hope Alvin Kamara scores six more touchdowns. I I need I, I want I want to win this championship so bad. So you know I'm rooting for him. I'm rooting for Matt Ryan. I'm rooting for Josh Jacobs. I'm rooting for all my guys. And uh, next next this time next week or earlier next week, hopefully I will be uh I will have a big old smile on my face on on this next podcast and. Uh, and start the year off with a nice fat wallet, just like we always. Yes, sir. Uh, well, good luck to your Dolphins, and uh, we'll preview Wild Card Weekend next week. All right, Dylan. Nice, nice to be on here. Nice talking to you as always, and uh, Happy New Year again. Same to you.